Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 401. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate! We back, dog. We back. Whew! It's a little good little vacation. Good 17 little vacay. days. A little vacay. And maybe maybe someone's listening to us for the first time. So maybe they didn't even realize we were on vacation. That's true. That'd be if, cool. If, if this is your first time, welcome. This is, we're about at that, like, we're at that, like, all right, I'm kind of missing baseball pretty hard right now. You know, three yeah. weeks. I think after, like, post-Thanksgiving, I'm going to really feel it. Because, you know, when you, like, start getting your Christmas wish list, you're like, hmm, kind, I kind of want that hoodie or something like that for Christmas. And that's where you're like, dang, I miss baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're right there. So, if you're new, welcome. What's up? Yeah, if, if you're new, welcome. Like I said, if this is your first time, glad to have you. If this is your second episode and you're going... Do you guys just drop an episode every 17, no, 18 yeah. days? No, that's that's not how we do things. But yeah. uh, as as we mentioned last episode, uh, just needed to go into, into shutdown mode. Uh, we get to the end of the postseason. It's pretty predictable. We get to the yeah. end of the postseason and it's never really different year to year. It's pretty much the same. We're like, okay, let's, uh, let's bag it for a couple weeks and yeah. we'll come back out on the other side. And here we are. And boy, have we missed a lot? Like I know, I know the, the hot stove hasn't exactly been in fuego, but it's been a I, lot I'm, going on. I don't on. remember this much going on in, in off seasons past. Maybe some of our listeners are like, uh, that's what you said last year, but I have no idea. This seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean, for not having much happening on the player personnel side. Yeah. A lot of man, I mean, to be fair, we it's been 17 days, so some of this stuff is has has some of this news has been broken for some time now. Yeah. We're not However, breaking any tonight, that's for sure. But. No. We're gonna we're gonna revisit some of the things we missed. We're gonna talk about heck some things that have happened in the last couple of days. Uh, and we're going to get you caught back up to speed because quite honestly, there's probably a lot of you out there listening that followed suit and checked out for the last two to three weeks like us. So sometimes you need to. So, so it's respect it. It's possible you need you need a refresher as well. So it's good to be back. Got a lot to get into uh, right off the top. Let's let's dive into some of these manager um can you say acquisitions? Like, is that the right word to use when describing managers? Uh, s- signing sounds weird too. Can't say trades, although. I mean, hiring that, is, or is that just smacking us? Manager hirings, yeah. I guess that's the obvious one that yeah. I just completely whiffed on. Yeah, hirings is probably safe. Uh, hiring, firing. If we're talking Cubs, that was a. A wild scene. We'll get into that. Uh, but yeah. I want I want to start off with the guy that I think everybody was excited to hear on the move 
except maybe Braves fans, but the rest of the baseball world, Ron Washington, the new manager of the Los Angeles, Anaheim, Angels of Anaheim, LA. California. California. The oldest manager in baseball, 71 years old. I'm just going to say it. I, I think I've said before, actually. I didn't want to see this guy manage manage another I team. I didn't. I didn't want to see this team. <laughs> no, definitely not the Angels of An- Anaheim, LA, California. I don't get Angelus. it. I don't get it. I I don't get him leaving. I don't see why he would. I think he got it made in the shade because you're a fan favorite in Atlanta. You just work with infielders and you get the arm loose sending guys home. So, like, why? What's the, I, and I understand maybe like, yeah, his, his last time managed, maybe left a poor taste in his mouth. So maybe he's got a little redemption tour. But still, the, the Angels? Angels. I, I mean, to be fair, can you see him in a in a a spot like San Diego? No, probably not. And if you're listening, you're probably going, how does it, why wouldn't he fit in San Diego? The guy is nothing but fun. That's mm-hmm. all San Diego is. Yeah, but he's not going to be an infield coach. Yeah. If he were to be in San Diego, like he's going to have to be the guy calling the shots, making the tough decisions. And uh, a place like San Diego is not, not a good fit. But on the Sometimes flip side, I wonder if 71's too old, by the way. No man, I'm all I'm here for it. I'm here for I, this reverse trend, getting all the old guys in here. I hear it. I'm just trying to picture myself at 71. I'm creeping up on 31, and I don't think I can hang on with that schedule. I would not be able to hang. I just sleep in hotels for half the month. Uh-uh. Be on a plane half the month. I just got off a plane this morning. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to throw down airports you had it made in the shade that's what i'm saying though on the flip side he's probably looking at this going my options at this point in time are limited if la is the only team that's that's calling for my name here i'm running out of time because i'm 71 this might just be as as good as it gets for me it's true i just would have loved to have seen him gone out with with the Braves just happy as a clam, just doing his doing his his two knee infield drills before the games. I yeah. I needed that. I needed that. You best believe Anthony Rendon ain't, ain't doing any 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 infield work pregame with Ronnie Wash. I tell you what, Anthony Rendon will do whatever Ron Washington says. I don't care how many Oakland A fans he grabs by the shirt collar. He's gonna do what Ron Washington says. Do you like the fit? I I don't understand it on no, the Angels I don't. side. I don't understand it on either side, to be honest. I don't. And and a lot of what I was reading was saying that they're bringing Wash in for this, you know, assumed rebuild because you you assume Shohei's gone. The rum the the rumblings of Trout leaving have never been stronger. Right. So you can you can assume at some point over the next. Can I say calendar year gone? That 
I don't get like why it, I I know I'm not going to keep like harping on the age, but like at the same time, 71 and then your next window is nowhere near like it's not in the near future. It's, well, I would say I, it's pretty distant. Yeah, I I mean, you people like you and me and probably the majority of other baseball fans can agree with that point. But if you're the Angels, if you're looking at this optimistically and you're trying to convey a message of it's right around the corner to your fans, maybe bringing in a guy like Ron Washington isn't necessarily a bad idea because sure. you're going. If that's the message. If we're a few, right, it's a big if. But, you yeah. know, if we are a few years away, let's get a guy that's not going to be here much longer anyway because he's not going to want to be here because he's going to retire yeah. because he's 71. Yeah. Then at that point, we shift gears. We shift our focus to finding our next Brandon Hyde or whoever that may be. See, that's what I was thinking for Phil Nevin. Like, you might as well let him be the Brandon Hyde. Let him, he's going to be there. Or David Ross. He's going to be there and just ride it out through the thin times because, like, Phil Nevin, it's his first managerial job. Yeah. And he's young enough to stick around. And you can, like, mold you can almost kind of mold this manager how you want the organization to be managed not that they have any clue how to do any of that clearly but at least you could kind of do that with a first-time manager you're not doing any of that with ron washington and like you said by the time the window shows up a dude's gonna be in a home getting his butt wiped so (laughs) okay I'm no, not gonna sit no, here. And they're say, not put. They're not putting my man Ron Washington in a home. He's, he's going not out wiping on his, his own, own butt. Terms. He's not wiping he, out. No, 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 no. He's going out on his own terms. I don't care what anybody says. Don't disrespect my man butt. Ron like that. Don't I'm disrespect my man Ron. Seventy-one like that. year old version is is the man. Seventy-eight year old version. By the time still the angels the man. are in the hunt, still the man. He can be the man not wiping his own butt. That's what it's gonna be like. But mm, that's one T, not two. Okay. Uh, So it's going to be like this today, huh? I would just say that Phil Nevin kind of checked both boxes. You have a guy that's going to be loyal to you because, like, you gave him his first managerial job. And you can write it out and, like, create this Brandon Hyde effect. Yeah, but, like, as much as we like to to rail on the the Angels, you know, it's no different than you – you applying to a new job, you're there for like a year or two or, or however long Nevin would maybe have been there had they not hired Ron Washington. And then you get to the end of it, maybe the way they just handled it. We're like, yeah, you know, we don't really like this fit. Let's let's. That's fine, too. That's fine. I mean, too, just because at the very fits, least, just because he fits the mold, like you're saying, fits that mold on paper. They, it may just not be a good mutual fit. I don't know. Then the, then the only thing I can think of is the fact that what you're saying is they're, they're not punting and they're going to try and prove everyone wrong and continue to spend money poorly and in the wrong areas. And they're going to continue to fall short, but at the very least they're going to bring in names to try to get the, the seats filled. So seats. Um, <laughs> when was the last time that tick came out? 18 days. The people know. The people know. Uh, Steven Vote. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, I, well, let me say this. I know you're big. 
you're you're very big on having catchers. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Fill that's, these that's spots. That's exactly where I was going to go. The 14th former catcher among big league managers right now. I love it. I love it. I think they're the smartest dudes on the field. They're the most tapped in. Um, And I think I do. I, he does kind of come off like he like when you look at him, you're like, you look pretty Ohio. I don't know what it is about yeah. him, but yeah. what he does, you know, just slap me over a casserole in, in a Midwestern belly. That's kind of how I see him. So I like that aspect to it. Is Ohio technically Midwest? Kind of yeah. Ohio is the like very the country. Much, oh yeah, very much Midwest. Yeah, get over there with the Wisconsin's and stuff. Um. Uh, I, I just I've never been able to figure out Cleveland. I never understand them. They they do certain moves where you think like they're they're gonna start to build and, and go in the right direction, and then they kind of do what they did this year and hanging out at the bottom of the division. It's like, I, I just, I don't, I don't fully understand them. They don't make sense to me. So here's what we do now. Obvious former catcher hired him to a, the guardians hired him, hired him to a three-year deal. He's 39. He's coming in to replace Tito. And last year served as the bullpen and quality control coach for the Seattle Mariners. Very likable guy. I th- I like Mo a lot. Like I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the way he played and in the way he he was just. I, I he seemed like a good dude. Seemed like a good clubhouse guy. So I bet he's gonna be very solid. I just I I'm perplexed on on the Cleveland Guardians side of things because it's like I at what point or I mean are we just gonna continue to waste J Rams? prime or are we gonna like double down and try to build a little bit and get after it well i mean i don't know if i hear what you're saying but i don't know if it's the manager decision that's that's either wasting or not wasting his i mean because look at who that who they just had at the helm and still couldn't really do anything with it. And yeah, but that's not and that's not taking anything away from Tito. Tito's a I legend. I know, but Tito is basically part time for the last year, year and a half. Fair, so. yeah, but I think it, which it, has its own complications and, and difficulties. Sure. I'm I just, just saying, I, I don't see, I don't see the. We're trying to get over the hump, and then you hire a 39 year old manager. I do want to get your take when we've kind of gone through this list here and get your take for which of these hirings excites you the most, but I just want to... I'm struggling right now, yeah. I just want to throw out a little teaser that low-key, this might be like a dark horse for me. Is it? I could... I like... I Honestly, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it because I was thinking it excited me for other reasons, but you mentioned the whole he just fits the whole Ohio thing. Yeah, that that just kind of adds to it for me. Kind of does, I, huh? I think this could potentially be with for a three year deal. I think this could potentially this could work out. I I like the move. I do. The move I wanted to really get your take on that we kind of already teased already. Craig Council to the Cubs shocks the entire 
baseball world. Yeah. Shocked David Ross, I'm sure. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm in the majority here. I probably am. I think this is probably my favorite. I think Craig Council's a, a top-tier manager. I would give him top five in baseball. Like, running top five manager in baseball right now. So, I love it. I thought even with, like, when the Mets rumors were kind of swirling around a little bit, and I didn't even realize I, we'd never talked about it. I never realized that Milwaukee would just be like, yeah, feel free. Go, go shop around a little bit. I never yeah, thought that was Yeah, that's such a weird case. thing to me. I, I hate I, that. You, you hear this all the time where team, which I, I mean, I can respect, like teams have to, it, like if they're interested, you have to kind of inquire with the other team. I, I understand that. But on on the other end, all these teams just be like, yeah, go ahead. Talk to the guy. Little, it's, I don't get whatever. it. Yeah, I don't get it. Tell that's, me how that's tell me how like that's an open any marriage, like I was literally <laughs> just about to say tell me how that's any different from a yeah. personal relationship with somebody yeah. like, it makes no sense yeah, go babe ahead. I don't I don't know yet I don't know yet I just I gotta I gotta go spread my wings <laughs> that's like that's basically what Bob Melvin just did such and, a weird and dynamic Craig Council and so it is weird but I thought wherever Craig went as soon as that rumor came out I was like if he is leaving whatever team gets him, I think is going to be in really, really good shape. And I think there's something about if we were to kind of use like Phil Nevin is that like, Hey, let's ride you out through the rough times. You keep the fans happy. Kind of, kind of guy. And then if we start to get to that point, we're like, all right, we're about to get really good. We got to go get somebody that knows what he's doing. And so I think that whatever success that's going to come in the near future for the Cubs, I think David Ross deserves a lot, a lot of credit, a lot of credit. Even though I think Craig Council is a guy that can manage circles around pretty much most of the league. I just want to go on record as saying when people ask me why I don't want Jason Veritek to ever be the manager of the Boston Red Sox, it's for this exact reason. Because mm -hmm. say what you want, Cubs fans can say what they want. But it's hard to look at David Ross through the same lens now. Sure is. Given that he was essentially fired from his position as manager of the Cubs. Like as you can still favorite. look at him as a guy that you that you love and all that. I don't know why why Did are we that pop up on your screen? Again? Cool. Yeah. Why are we, we doing that? We got weird stuff going last time too. Uh, that's crazy. The uh, balloons. I mean, you the balloons last time. That's the right. balloons. You can still you can still love a guy like David Ross if you're a Cubs fan, mm -hmm. but it kind of it kind of muddies it up a little bit. It muddies his legacy when you look when you look at his Cubs career now because it you include the manager tenure yeah. in that and that as well. Uh, but that's but, okay. You see, so many managers that get their first job and then they go be a bench coach or you know, something like that. And then they take a few years off and then get back into management. I think right, Dave Ross is going to have a long career. No, but. I agree. But in both of those examples that I gave you, David Ross, Jason Veritek, both played pivotal roles in yeah. ending yeah. historic curses. So and you, that, never, you wouldn't want to see it end. Yeah, I get what you're no. saying. Uh, but back to what I was originally going to ask you, you, you keep mentioning Craig Council being top five. I'm curious who you have like 
that would maybe keep him out of the top three? Hmm. It's a good question. I think Snit has to be up there, obviously. Bochi. I would have said Melvin pre-San Diego. And I still don't know if I'm ready to blame him for that. He was up there for me. No, I mean, Dust, they had I some, can't say Dusty now because he's retired. They had some. So. They had some. We all know they had some divas in that. Yeah, that there's I can't, for sure. I can't blame Melvin for that. Uh, all right, I I would probably put Melvin up there, but I don't know. You gonna put my guy AC up there? Put your bias aside. Look at the baseball. He's mind. close. I would say Council's better. I would say Council. Oh no, a no, for manager, sure, for sure. I'm just saying, like in the in the mix. Yeah. Which is my I would point. Say is in that conversation? Could, are you keeping him out of the top three? Like I, I don't know if I could keep him out of the. I know. If I could keep counsel in the right. top three, you're right. I mean, I'm struggling. I can't really think of outside of. I mean, Bochi is a lock. Snit is a lock to me. I don't know. You don't love- fans might disagree with you a little bit. I don't know if that's if it's less. I'm not taking anything away from what he's done up to this point, but it it begs the question how much of that is influenced by the talent that they have on that on that squad versus yeah. how much the manager's impact in that. I don't know. As much I don't know. As much as I don't like him, and if we are really truly talking about removing bias. I feel like Kevin Cash probably has to be up there in that conversation. But are you as, putting as Kevin calculated Cash calculated as that organization is? That's what I'm saying. Are you putting Kevin Cash in the top five managers, or are you putting the Rays front office in the right. top five managers? Because that's good who argument. we're really that's who we're really working with here. It's a good argument. It's a really good argument. I don't know. I you might be right. I'm trying to think of like the rest of the league. Dusty being retired kind of hurts my case a little bit i don't know but either way great counsel great hire great i think you i think you that was a snatch i mean that was like the doesn't go in the trade category or free agent category but as far as like i guess acquisitions or hirings or signings that category this is gonna be this is gonna be up there I think people are going to forget about it because they're going to get all these free agents landing in spots and stuff like that. But this acquisition is going to be up there with one of the most important ones. I mean, the Cubs, Cubs had, they had to move quick. I'm imagining to get this done. I would probably, probably bet the, well, here's the thing is that wasn't Ross brought in by the old GM and the new GM came in, let David Ross sit for a year. Right. Maybe two years. Might be right. We apologize. They're not having crazy Chicago Cubs familiarity. I'm sure there's some Cubs fans yelling at us right now. But yeah, I think new GM came in and didn't want to ruffle too much feathers. If you if you come in and and fire a fan favorite immediately, then yeah. But I think if you come in, you make some good signings like a Dansby. Um, and then you say, Hey, we're still falling short. I think it's okay that you move on. And I'd be excited. If I was a Cubs fan, I think you should be excited. 
This is a good Carter Hawkins, chapter. Current GM Carter Hawkins took over for the 2022 season. All right. So there so you go. Two years. Let it, you let Rossi chill for two years. I did. Did you see that Rizzo was trying to convince David Ross to come in as a bench coach for the Yankees? I, I would have been that. so freaking on board, dude. I would have been so on board. They're they're rallying to get Ross back to Boston, have a little 2013 reunion because I don't know if you saw, but obviously Craig Craig Breslow, the new uh, whatever they, it's essentially the GM for the Sox. They just make positions up. Yeah, he he's a 2013 guy. They brought back, uh, or they made um, oh, Andrew Bailey, the pitching coach. Put mm-hmm. they, they snatched him up from San Fran. Why not bring? Why not bring old David Ross back? Koji Apparently Riverside likes it. Riverside Koji, likes the idea. Koji Uehara was in Boston recently. The uh, the whole crew's back. Get get Rossi back in in Boston. I don't hate it either. Um, I I think he would be a, a great addition no matter where he goes in a different role, specifically bench coach. Let's just learn a little bit outside of a different organization, learn more coaching. I'll see you as a manager in four or five years. Do you think Do you think Ross takes an abbreviated career trajectory as a Ron Washington? Yeah, manager. Yeah, bench coach, third base coach, something. Catching, catching coach. coach yeah i back to the helm yeah yeah i mean sure. like i said washington's career has played out far longer than ross has to this point yeah but an abbreviated similar yeah. path yeah i like it could happen especially because he held, he lasted a while this wasn't like a brad osmus in detroit kind of thing where it was your first hire, like your first manager job and then you really just got everything but thrown out of town. Yeah. Then you're not. I think this is. I think this is gonna be good for him. I think he's gonna be a good addition. He's gonna be good. He's still that like good age to be able to connect with the clubhouse and stuff. Maybe the Braves bring him in. Who knows? I'm about it. Uh, guy, we've already mentioned a time or two already this episode. Bob Melvin heading back to the Bay. Wild how heading, the heading back to San Francisco. Yeah. How wild was that? Like that article we were just talking about before we hopped on. That like Preller doubled down on on Melvin. And then Yeah, the first week what, of October, week the, asso- the the Associated Press comes in. In fact, if you're listening to it right, if you're listening to this right now, go ahead and Google because I did it today because I, I wanted to double check that the Padres like it didn't slide under the radar that they had picked yeah. somebody like a, a, a small, like a lesser known name up as to be their manager. I doubled down. So I Googled who is, and I'll do it right now. Who is the Padres manager? All right. You Google that. The first response that comes up, Bob Melvin. And the article is Bob Melvin will be back as manager of the big spending San Diego Padres following the most disappointing season in franchise history. General manager, AJ Preller said, that's what the top that? result right now on Google. Uh, this was October 4th. And then when did the hire actually officially happen? It couldn't have been, but this was October similar, 25th, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, and this was similar to like the 
the weird Soto thing. Not that we're going to pull at this thread because we don't really have time tonight. We got other stuff to get to. But the whole like Soto absolutely a part of 2024 plans. And then not two days later, Buster only coming out with like 100% getting traded. And I'm like, what's going on over there in San Diego? Yeah, which, you know, I, I should have mentioned this off the top because I've been thinking for the last how many days has it been 17 days how we're now it we're just in the worst part of the baseball season like the fact that people get i gave up on this years ago the fact that people get worked up on the reports that come out yeah at this point in time it's a waste of your time stop wasting your time stop wasting your energy get outside take a walk spend (laughs) some time with your dog go get a sandwich at the local deli Stop worrying about what they're reporting because it's a whole bunch of nothing. True. The only things that we're hearing right now are that teams, unidentified teams, are supposedly reportedly interested in unidentified players at a unidentified, unreported, supposed rate of contract for an unspecified amount of time, reportedly. (laughs) That's all we know at this point. Uh, so true. So true. So, but anyway, I think, I think San Diego, I mean, they're, this has been a nightmare. I would say the last six months has been an absolute nightmare. I mean, when you're talking about taking a loan out to just make payroll to your owner passing away to rifts between your GM and your manager, and then doubling down and saying he's coming back. And then he leaves three weeks later. To now, you probably need to trade the best player on your roster just to make payroll happen. There's a lot not, of crap going on over there. And not to forget the sound bites that you you heard back at Padres Fest, which I admit I fell victim to. You got Machado. Who was it? Uh, Tatis was. They asked him. What well, What did they ask him? Like. Uh, who do you want to face in the World Series or something? It was yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "It doesn't matter. We're gonna beat him." And then I think you had Machado with like the the LeBron s quote where mm-hmm. he was like, "Not not five, not, not six, six not seven, seven, whatever." Like, come on, man! It's they. Um, it's early. Don't 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 take me at my word here for saying this because I I may change my tune come February, but. As of right now, I'm kind of out on I'm the Padres, dude. I'm super Until you out. can show me some sort of direction, you've you've yeah. given baseball fans no reason to believe in you because you lost. let them down massively this For season sure. and last season. For sure. So I'm out. Um, but, but Melvin yeah. in Bob San Francisco. Uh, I'm a fan. I, I've said it before. I think Bob Melvin's an excellent manager. I think. He's—I don't know what the issue was with Gabe Kapler. I couldn't pinpoint it personally. I just well, let didn't, me ask you I this: I didn't feel it. I never felt it. The way that I viewed Buck Showalter in New York—we mm-hmm. were both big Buck Showalter guys. Yeah. And you were a believer in him. You thought that he could fix the train wreck in, in Queens. I really and I did. said, it doesn't matter. I can, I can give Buck all the praise that he's he's deserving of, but it's still the Mets. 
knowing how you in particular, me not as much, you more so, the way you feel about the Giants, as bright of a baseball mind as you think Bob Melvin is, do you think it really matters? I think he's going somewhere that has a combination of we're we're responsible, we're in it for the long haul, we're going to build our own thing, but also go sign names. They're obviously aggressive when it comes yeah. to free agency, and um, we've seen it then just kind of come up short, and I think there's probably a reason. I, I don't know if Gabe Kapler was that reason or not, but I got to imagine that Bob Melvin is going to be a – a, a positive thing like a I want to sign here because Bob is there so I think this is a good thing I don't know if I feel as strongly necessarily about the Giants same way I do of like the Brewers or something or the Twins but yeah, I'm just I'm not gonna fall for it. I think they're it's it's a cute story. Anytime they do well, and I'm talking like post post Bochi era. Sure. Yeah. Any anytime they do well, I'm just like it it's it, it's not gonna have a fairy tale ending. It just doesn't doesn't feel that way. Yeah. So curious to see what they do in free agency, um, trade wise. I don't know, but Good for Bob getting out of San Diego. I think, yeah, it's a good thing. It's an upgrade. I think, uh, I still think the Giants missed their missed the boat on locking down like a guy because mm-hmm. if you look at the if you just look at the free agent class this year, it doesn't get the juices flowing the same way. I feel like for sure, this is very top heavy. Very top heavy, and I'm I'm not I don't say that to to dismiss the the Yamamoto's and and guys like that, but for sure, to your point, very top heavy, and we've already seen Aaron Nola come off the board, which we'll touch on here towards the end. You're are you're already missing out on on yeah. these guys already. So if you if you are trying to make a splash and you want it to be uh under Melvin's control and not four or five, six years down the road before before you finally get your guy, you better you better get the ball rolling. Yeah. I mean I saw a graphic tonight. I don't even remember it may have been MLB's post. It was talking about the top free agents at each position. It was Paul DeYoung at shortstop. Like that's what we're yeah. dealing with. Yeah. That's understandable. I think Maybe there's another reason this is a good hire. And maybe it is the fact that like maybe the Giants just realized, hey, we we've missed our mark on the big signings. I don't I I don't think they're a legitimate contender for for Shohei. I'm sorry. I just I can't buy in on that. So I'm going to go ahead and say maybe they brought in Bob saying, hey, we're going to go a little A's mode. And you do what you do. You know, we're going to be pretty budgetary and we're going to make smart signings and we're going to try to field a team with scraps and play just clean ball. And that's kind of what you saw with like the Diamondbacks this year. Like you're seeing there's there's different ways of success. And I think if you play just really clean, good, solid, disciplinary baseball and Bob Melvin at the helm, that makes a lot of sense to me because like 
no team's really going to get in there and score a ton of runs. You're not going to have a fantastic offense. You're not going to be able to attract power hitting, you know, hitters the way you used to. So I think maybe you just play small ball. You play really, really, really good small ball. You double down on pitching. There's plenty of pitching in the market right now. Go get a Jordan Montgomery. Go get a, you know, one of those types of names and just like, just get a decent bullpen put together. And you're good. You're good. I like that point you made about going A's mode a little bit because, you know, we do, I don't think we really talk about the way managers respond to different teams the same way we do with players because you hear all the time about like, well, you look at a guy like Sonny Gray. Can he play in a big market? Like, can he perform under that I kind see, of That pressure? would be a great fit too. You look at, like I said, I don't, I don't know if we look at it the same way with managers though maybe bob melvin isn't a guy that likes going to a team that has nothing but superstars right maybe he likes maybe he responds better and he can tap into his managerial skill set better with a group of guys that's more coachable than a bunch of names like soto machado exactly i don't think we can overstress the fact that like those are i think superstars are difficult to manage that's like the tail oldest time across sports they're hard to they're hard to coach. They're hard to manage. So having a bunch of them, and maybe you're right. Maybe Bob Philvin, Bob Melvin's fit there just made no sense with the superstars. You go somewhere like this where there are some really good veteran names in this free agent list that aren't superstars, but are going to get you dubs. And you go somewhere that's super low key. I love it. You could flip the script. The Giants could flip the script for me. If they start going that mode and stop stop pretending to be a big market, big spender, and play baseball the way you normally play baseball and put your roster together the way you should, I'm in. You'll flip the script for me. I like it. Uh, Pat Murphy with the Brewers. I feel like I should have just paired this with the it's council talk. But um, eight seasons as council's bench coach has a three-year contract and is turning 65 like next week. All right. That's sweet spot. So that's what we know. Um, You know, I mean, safe to assume not going to fill those shoes right off the jump. Probably not. But I mean, look like if you I want like anybody that they that's kept gonna, it internal. Yeah. If you're going to like try to emulate what you just had. Makes sense. I don't think any other baseball fans outside of Brewers fans ever heard of him. What's crazy, though, is I found this nugget when I was pulling some notes together. He was Notre Dame's coach when Craig Council played was playing there for the Irish. That's from eighty nine so to ninety two. I like I like the college baseball experience, the coaching experience. That gets me a little gassed up. Baseball's getting younger. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's still the Brewers, we, but yeah, I was just about to say we know how we feel about the Brewers, yeah. but I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Joe Espada, another guy. 
most predictable move of all offseason, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's a similar to the Pat Murphy move. It's a move that I like. There's honestly, there's not really, aside from the, the Ron Washington move, which it's not even because it's Ron Washington. It's just because it's the angels and Mm -hmm. that they just, I don't know. Outside of the Ron Washington, though, there's not really a move that I have anything really negative to say about. Because this is spot of move, like you keep it internal. I would concur. Was the bench coach for the last six years. Yeah, I'm a fan. And like you said, it it just made sense. This was the the most predictable, seamless transition that you could have yeah. expected and hoped for. I think. Yeah, there's, there's, they've developed like the Astro way, and I think this, this carries on that legacy of the Astro way, whatever that, whatever that means. I'm not an Astros fan, but I can tell that there's a way that organization is going to operate moving forward. And as these guys get older and they start to transition out, and then you know new young guys are coming in, I, it makes sense to have someone like, like Joe who. Learn from two good managers. Then I think he was uh, with the Yankees staff when Girardi was still around. I think he was one of first moves that when Boone came in, Espada was out. I think he was on Girardi's Girardi's bench for a little while. Let's pull up. So three good managers. Yeah, it's with the Yankees from 15 to 17. It was with go. the Marlins from 10 to 13. Who was who was uh hmm. It's pre-Mattingly, isn't it? Uh yeah, I think yeah, for sure. I don't know, dude. Yeah, when Marlins, Yankees, Astros. Yeah, he's had a you know that's that's a that's a strong resume. That's what I'm saying. To take into your first managerial. That's a and good for the Astros recognizing that it's probably like they're gonna it's like you said seamless. It's he's gonna transition just fine. He's gonna understand that roster. He's gonna understand those players. He's he's gonna do just fine. I don't think they're gonna skip a beat at all. Lastly, here Carlos Mendoza. Skip a beat. Ah. Skip a beat. Right? Does that sound weird? I gotta stop thinking about it. You know when you say something, you're like, that can't be right. And you say it over and over again, you're like, it's definitely not right. But it is. Not gonna skip a beat. Yeah. No, you're right. All right. Yeah. Miss a beat. Yeah. Is it miss a beat? No, skip a beat. No, you're right. right. Not gonna skip a beat. Now you got me double. Whatever. Carlos Mendoza here. Last, Lastly, before we get into it, we got to run through some awards. Yeah, lastly, Carlos Mendoza for the Mets. I mean, it's the Mets. Like, I still I still stand behind what I said, though. I don't have anything necessarily negative to say about this yeah. individual. Yeah. But it's like similar a, to Ron Washington is, with the Angels, it's, it's the Mets. Yeah. This is uh, Phil Nevin higher. In my mind, nothing against Mendy. I think he was good on the bench. Consider, I saw this, um, this like meme on on Instagram that was like, 
Carlos Mendoza has managed for like a certain amount of years with the Yankees, but he's managed like 683 games with all of Aaron Boone's ejections. So like he's got plenty of service time. I mean, <laughs> it's a meme, but that's, that's the reality it's of it. Pretty like, accurate. <laughs> he's, he's got, he's had to answer the call yeah. on more than one occasion. So, yeah. I mean, I think, be, I think it's smart. It's if you're the Mets, I mean, came out and publicly said you're not doing anything next year. Um, you got a guy that has watched how managing should can happen, not should happen, how managing can happen in New York. So I think it'll be fine. I mean, you have really to think you have to think that the whole punt conversation that got leaks that had to have played into council's decision. Had to have. Like, if you're Craig Council, you're not signing up. And he's to not a he's not a babysit. New York guy. No, I don't see that at at all being the fit. After being in Milwaukee that long and playing in Arizona, well, isn't Council a isn't he a Midwest guy? Isn't wait a minute, is he from? Isn't he? Let's see. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. He's a that's a Craig Council, that's a Midwest guy at heart. That's yeah, he ain't going he ain't going east. Good for the Mets for attempting that. But I wonder if the Cubs were like, dang, I didn't even know Council was taking calls until the Mets (laughs) let that out the out the cat out the out the bag. But I don't know. Yeah, Carlos Mendoza, good fit. Do your thing. I don't know what's happening in Metland. Couldn't tell you. Um, awards. I was gonna say Padres manager, but as I already mentioned, that's currently Swoops. vacant. So let's uh, let's switch gears. Talk. Some, let's get caught up to speed on the awards. Um, they were released last week, but as I mentioned, it's been 17 days. So we're gonna get you caught up to speed. Give our give our thoughts here. Rookie of the year. Gunnar yeah. Henderson coming out of the AL. Pretty much a no-brainer Bo- on both sides, yeah? What's that? Pretty much a no-brainer on both sides. Yeah. Uh, both were unanimous. Or no. Yes. Yes. Both unanimous. For the first time since 2017. Only a fifth time ever. I like it. Not much to say. Just a crazy amount of talent. And I think I, saw it. I think both these guys have a game that's going to stick around. Well, I was just like literally just about to ask you. I saw I saw a question posed on social today. If you could take one of these guys for the next 15 years, who are you taking? Probably lean gunner just because yeah. I'm a I'm an infielder bias, but I think he ages he has to age better, you would think, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. Like his his play, his build. Yeah. I think you that, gotta assume that the Corbin juice isn't gonna last forever. Um but either way, I mean just it's still they're both sick. They're both really, really sick. Uh, but yeah, I think they're 
they're both going to last a while. They're both top of the order guys that are just going to be a problem for a long time. It's not one of those rookies that like you could see, eh, there's a hole in his game. I'm not saying they won't have, you know, down year at any point, but they got stuff that like is super replicable of what they did this year. I think we saw who they are. Speaking of which, did you this had kind of slipped under the radar for me. Um the the draft pick compensation did you hear about that no so i need i'm trying to find it here um it was something about because that they were in the top top 100 mlb top 100 uh where is this I'm glad you hadn't heard about it either because um, it was very much under the radar. Did you not, you didn't, you didn't catch any of this. No, not a drop. (sighs) Where is it? I don't know what I was doing the night these were released. This was on vacay. He was on a baseball vacay. This was Monday. Ah, here we go. The prospect promotion incentive. Okay. So I just pulled up an article here from Sporting News. MLB team's manipulation of top prospect service time was one of the biggest issues for the players union when negotiating the most recent CBA in 2022. The practice, which has vexed MLB players and fans alike, has delayed top young players, especially on certain teams, from opening the season in the majors, much to the dismay of fans looking to see the future. So essentially... Essentially, Tony Clark knows what he's doing. A measure in the new... And this was from earlier in the year. This was from back in March. But it says that a measure in the new CBA seems to have addressed that issue. The prospect promotion incentive, which is designed to promote teams, to prompt teams to bring players up sooner. Love that. So, trying to see. It's uh, Here we go. Here we go. Players who win rookie of the year earn their team an amateur draft pick after the first round and second or third place finishers earn an international pick that's baller dude that's such a smart implementation and i that just made me like a big fan of like wanting to pay attention more to the next cba just personally like because that's such a cool thing and like you never know how that would exist and i hope that like at that point whenever that pick comes around and pans out like how sick would that be you can point it back to this moment. it's like 2032 and corbin carroll corbin carroll's you know hitting second and the diamondbacks are chasing down a division and then this rookie that comes up and just starts balling out with the team is in the lineup and like i hope that someone is going to pay attention to that and be like this is the reason and i think that oh man tony clark that was ball. Job well done, dude. No, but what I was saying is, so it, it was the top 100 thing. So it says, 
what players are eligible for MLB's prospect promotion incentive? The reason we're most, mostly seeing highly touted prospects get promoted is because only players on specific top 100 lists can earn their team's picks. Mm. They must be on the top 100 in two of the lists compiled by MLB.com, Baseball America, or ESPN to qualify. Wow. And because both of them did, they earned both of their teams these picks. So that's good a cool, on whoever. That's a cool qualifier, too. That's smart. Yeah. Whoever, uh, whether it's Tony Clark or somebody else, whoever pulled the trigger on that detail of the CBA. Super Love sick. That. Love that. Um, manager of the year. Brandon Hyde, Skip Schumacher. I think a lot of people Skip possibly had. Off guard. It did. It did. Um, I think for the AL, though, a lot of people were thinking Bruce Bochy. Mm-hmm. But as a reminder, these wars are pre-postseason, so you can't you can't Correct. necessarily factor in uh, what Bochi did in October. I don't know why I just got a thumbs up on the screen again, but anyway, um, I, how could you not give it to Hyde? Right? That was a no-brainer. I think I saw that one for sure. I I think, yeah. I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't really fully understand the Bochi thing. I think, just like the overall like roster configuration, like everything went well for the Rangers, obviously. But like, I don't know. I think if you if we just remove the last like if we remove the postseason from our brains, I think a lot of people would understand this. This selection, Brandon Hyde deserved this. He's he's deserved this not just for this year, but what he's put up with for the last few years too, and and the buildup of this, and to to have all of this come together, the Orioles organization, no matter how you want to chalk it up, was it tanking? Was it not tanking? But like, we have all these prospects coming up, and it needs to come together. You could say a ball club is well, you're going to be good enough. No, we see prospects that don't pin out all the time. So for this manager to be in this position and help these prospects become who they are, and now this team's a legitimate threat in the AL, he deserves this for multiple multiple years of good managing. Took a team that lost 115, 115 games the season before he arrived to the fourth most wins in franchise history in his fifth season. There you go. The only, the only, uh, AL manager with a hundred plus wins in the regular season. So there you go. Seemed like a no brainer to me. Skip Schumacher, like you said, kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um, I don't hate it. I'm not disliking it. It was just a surprise. I mean, the and and it's nothing against these guys, but it's hard for me to pull for the or to say that I would have voted for some of these guys who just manage juggernauts. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's an inherent challenge in in and of itself. Like we just talked about with Melvin and the challenges that that come with managing a bunch of superstars and all of that, and and trying to keep those guys in line over the course of 162. But a guy like Brandon Hyde, who we just talked about, 
very rough tenure starting out, having to turn that all around. Skip Schumacher, obviously not having even a really any semblance of a competitive team was able to take what he had and and at least get them to the dance yeah albeit getting waxed in the wild card round but as we said doesn't factor in here uh but it's just to me it's easier to vote for a, a manager like that like if i was if i had a vote it would be easier to vote for a guy like that over a guy like snicker where he, it's like right i don't know yeah, for anybody just kind of scrolling through the comments, you know, f- you know, Facebook always brings the heat. Um, for anybody talking snit, um, I get it, I understand it, but for anybody talking Lavello, please remember that the Diamondbacks were not at all on your radar before the postseason, and that's when this voting happens. So remember that. How many? How many wins did the the Marlins finish with? Because they had the. If I was a betting man, I'd say. Did they the Marlins? What seed did they finish in the wild card though? Last. They were the last one. Yeah, got swept by the Phillies. I'll never forget it. No, they weren't the. No, they weren't. The D-backs finished last. Really. Because they remember they played the Brewers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the last place will face the division winner. That's right. Right. Yeah. The Phillies finish. But how many wins did they finish with? The Marlins finish eighty four. So the Marlins. And, so you can't even really make the the win total argument because you could look at the D backs like, well, they finished two games above five hundred. But I mean, so did the Marlins. But. Yeah. I think you could safely say that the expectations for the D-backs, and that's partially, I think, why collectively, probably a little more so me, were a little higher on the D-backs than in years past coming in this year because you're looking at going, yeah, you know, this team could do something in October, yeah. and sure enough. The Marlins continue to surprise me. Yeah, so, I mean... Maybe not a no-brainer, but... I'm not buying into what's going on there. Yeah. Kim Ng no. leaving tells you all you need to need to know. Good for yeah, Skip, not though. A, not a no-brainer, but a good... Yeah, good pick. Uh, Cy Young. Garrett Cole, Blake Snell. Um, look, I'll Some raise dunks. my hand. Congrats to Garrett Cole. He finally... That was, that was my biggest hang-up with this guy. Every year, the preseason favorite to win the Cy Young, and it's year true. after year, and you've been right. You've been right to complain about it. Never panned out, and I'm going okay. If this guy is as good as they say he is, he hasn't even. <laughs> it's a, how many years has he been? How many years has he been throwing now? He's got to be getting into like year nine or ten. Yeah. Year after, that's what I'm saying. Year I after I, year, I, for sure, I fully understand he, it. He look, he finally did it. So I'm, I'm here. Congratulate him. And look, it's, I'd like to see Jared Carabas put his hand up. I haven't looked. Has he? <laughs> I don't know. But you know, I was thinking about it today because I'm like, how am I going to go about talking about this? 
I I think it's good for baseball because if you're gonna have a sure. like if, if the Yankees are gonna have any chance of returning into the evil empire and if Garrett Cole is gonna have any chance of being at the helm of that villain mode, then you want him to at least have like some some juice behind it because mm-hmm. then you gotta you yeah cl- be able to the trophies have to back it up yeah right you can you can kind of clap back you can let your you can let your hardware speak for itself so I, like I think it's at least better for baseball in that sense but I like that still think the guy's a bum but you know tip of the cap to Cole fair enough fair enough I appreciate that fun to watch um obviously Yankee fan here watched pretty much all of his starts all year he um was commanding and i know that you like to poke fun at him when he's like when he gets upset of but he is a perfectionist and it's like you can tell he gets pissed if if he misses his spots or um he really gets on his catchers so it's like you can hate on him if you want to but when an ace steps up acts like an ace and brings home a trophy like an ace walks like a duck talks like a duck Oh, he, I'm he here talks like a he talks like a duck. <laughs> See what I mean? You could just he, everybody could throw shade. He talks they could like say a duck. whatever they want. If my man continues to be a Cy Young is, candidate is and a, locks it down, I'm cool. Is it? You think is Kermit related to a duck? I don't know, but you know those phone calls where like the like the Pizza Hut will call Domino's or something like that, and you just put the phones together. I would yeah. love Patrick Mahomes and Garrett Cole to just do that. The same thing. Two phones that together. That would be gold. <laughs> that would be gold. I had never thought about that. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, Blake Snell. Yeah. I mean, he's got to uh, be the... Special stuff, dude. He's got to be... I thought I had this note. Um, he's got to be the first guy to win the Cy Young after leading the league in ERA and walks, right? Maybe the second. It's a new it's this is is this like the new home runs and strikeouts conversation? I suppose. Walks um, are, are less I don't know. I can't I'll, I'll never get on board for that, no matter what the analytics say. If you tell me that I, walks are less important. Yeah. Well I mean well he he proved to you that he can manage it. Like yeah. Walks be damned. He's gonna he's gonna figure a way out of it. Um, But the more impressive note to come from this was that he became the seventh player to win the award in each league. I'd put a post out about it, but do you? How many of those do you think you can name? I mean, I'm really putting you on the spot here, but I guess Clemens, Clemens, Randy. Randy. Schilling. Oh, good guess, but no. Didn't get one in Boston, did he? Uh, no. Hmm. Pedro. Pedro. Roy Halliday. Roy Halliday. I'm not going to be good with the older names. There's still there's still a, a current current day guy on here. Verlander. Scherzer. Scherzer. Well, you got to think Verlander's only been 
AL. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. I don't know. It's going to be so. I think the only other one you missed, Gaylord Perry. I think you got everybody else. Dang, I would have never dropped that. Yeah. No, but yeah, seven player. Another thumbs up for that should come up on my screen. I want that. Does it just register? There you go. It registers that I'm putting up the, the thumbs up. Oh, that's what it is. It's because when I'm like counting, when I'm like listing yeah. stuff off, it registers my thumbs up. That's what it is. Okay. If you don't know what we're talking about, check us out on YouTube. Um, Rate, review, subscribe, all the stuff. Boom. Uh, MVP. I mean, no sense even talking about it. Shohei Acuna. I think the the one thing we do have to note here before we move on. Showing up to the award uh, announcement with his dog. I mean, how how great was that? I'm I'm here for it. Can we make I'm this a thing now? Here for well, it. actually, no, no, no. I don't want to make it a thing. I want this to be Shohei's thing because he's going to yeah. be there every year. He's going to be. He's going to he be top three. He continues to get more and more likable, doesn't he? Like he gets more and more likable. I think I fought it in the beginning, and I'm like, why? You can't. He's adorable. You yeah. can't say one negative thing about you this can't. guy. You can't. I mean, I'm trying to think of one right now, and I can't. Doesn't matter. Like maybe, maybe he doesn't pick up all of the trash when he's going around to these different ballparks picking up trash right. on his on his uh, right. days off. Because he likes making a habit of that, picking up trash. Maybe he doesn't get he all the man. of the trash. Honestly, he's the man. When do you think when do you think that bomb's gonna drop? At what point of the offseason? I'll say pre-Christmas. Pre-Christmas. Yeah. He's a he's a routine guy. He's a regiment guy. He he needs to get his stuff figured out. You can I he's gonna want to have a home before then. That's my guess. So we got uh, I would say how about pre New Year? How about pre New Year? Just give fair. me that. Okay, a by the end of the days. year. Yeah. End of the year. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um Ronald Cunha Jr. Duh. I think it's a duh <laughs> I mean, for me. I mean, just to be safe, I had the Mookie graphic ready to drop, but I was like, this is a waste yeah. of my time. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. I will Freak, say, though, man. on Freak. that note, I'm glad I had the Skip Schumacher graphic made up because oh. I was not expecting that. And I was, yeah. I was like, wow, I really looked at <laughs> here. Uh, but yeah, no brainer for Acuna. Yeah. Um, Mookie actually, actually came in second on all 30 of the ballots, which I thought was pretty interesting. Good for Mookie. Also... Another thing I didn't realize about Acuna, because everybody was so swept up with the stolen base conversation and the and the the uh what was it the forty seventy, mm-hmm. um I did not realize he was second in the league in batting average. Again, not that people really care about yeah. that anymore, but finished behind Arias. Yeah, did not realize that. <laughs> it's it's nuts, dude. It's nuts. Like he is the total package for sure. Man, tell you what, Braves fans have a lot to be excited about. Um, yeah. Oak, Oakland A's fans, however, do not. Aye. Let's uh, let's shift gears here. Let's run through some news and notes from around the league uh, that have have made headlines as of late. 
Oakland. It was announced on Thursday that the owners voted unanimously to get the A's out of town. Another duh. It's a no-brainer. Now next step is getting that owner out of his seat. John Fisher with possibly the quote of the year. Today is an incredibly difficult day for Oakland A's fans. But it's a great day for Las Vegas. Read the room, John. Just Come on, guy. Just brutal. I mean, I know you, you've had a very difficult time reading the room during your stay in Oakland, but my goodness, talk about twisting the knife. Unbelievable. Yeah, how like They've how do throwing, you say look, that? At a, at a certain point, and I mean, he's been hearing it for years on all ends, how bad of an owner he is, which I don't disagree with. You can't hate the man for for shooting back. One last, that's like the definition of getting the last word in the argument. The definition. Props. Honestly, it's cold-blooded. I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Get a little attitude, man. From that, from that, I mean, I've always, I've said for the life of this podcast, I'm here for the pettiness. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can't hate the man f- from that point of view. But Look, we can't, we can't shift our seats now, dude. You and I have been. You wanted him to stay, then you show up and support your club, and. Which, by the way, I'm, I still get notifications about comments on that video. Yeah. That I put out about, I don't even remember how long ago that was, but I basically just said. You go back, you look at the attendance numbers because the the whole thing, the yeah. whole thing with A's fans is that, well, we didn't have it. it who's going to come out and root for a non-competitive team? Okay, mm-hmm. you go back, you look at the A's teams the last decade that made it to the postseason, look at the attendance numbers and tell me that that's still the case because it's yeah. not. And the numbers show that. So don't sit there and try to tell me, well, it's, it's because of the product that's on the field. Okay, if that's the case, then why weren't you there in the mid 2010s? You weren't. Mm-hmm. So don't don't be playing your tiny violin now because mm-hmm. I I just have no interest in hearing it. And yeah. Whether it pans out in Vegas, that's not that's that's a whole separate conversation, but it yeah. it wasn't going to pan out here. And and A's fans know that. And Vegas A's sounds fire. So it's awfully close to the Vegas Aces, which I think we determined we'll most is likely be WNBA bye-bye. team. Yeah, bye bye. You're gone. No, I'm just kidding. Who, Stay. No, didn't they like just win the whole freaking thing? Really? I, Couldn't why tell am I you. you that. Yeah, why am I asking you that? Oh man, hold on. Kind of look like a jerk. If here, I'm right but... on this, if I'm right on this, talk about recall. Hold on. The Aces became the first WNBA team in 21 years to win back-to-back titles. Oh, there you go. The only thing I knew is How that... How about that? I think the chick that one of the chicks is dating Darren Waller, a tight end of the Giants. That's the only thing I know 
about the WNBA as a whole. I know that I think uh, Brittany Griner plays here in Phoenix. That those are the two things. I've, is she back? I don't even know if she's back. Did that, they, they brought her. Oh, back, she's back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's back. Don't get me started um, there. No, I think uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Kelsey Plum. Girl's a baller, man. Yeah, she yeah she plays for the Aces. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so let's not just brush. I mean, say what you will about the NBA, but or the WNBA, but we're not going to necessarily brush the back-to-back champs. I like the rug. it. Look, look, like Vegas has needed this, and next step is there's got to be the NBA. So, why did I think they already had? Okay, so they got hockey. I got football. Kings. Now they got baseball. Raiders. A's. Aces. No NBA. The Kings. Sacramento. The Sacramento. Oh, Knights. 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 Sorry. When yeah, you yeah. said hockey. I oh, was looking yeah. at I was thinking of the logo. It's Knights. Um yeah. yeah. But that that would be a candidate. Yeah. Sacramento Kings. I mean, nothing. No one in Sacramento cares about them. Move them to Vegas. Vegas needs to have all of them. It's, it's a no-brainer to me. It's the capital of sports betting. Why would you not have? Yeah, sports that's there? that's my whole thing. Like, even if they, even if the baseball team sucks, which I'm sure it will, right out of the they're gate, they're gonna like, find a way to make it a show. So, I, yeah, I'd rather have an a product attempt to be entertaining in Las Vegas, yeah, than I would Oakland. Because look, the reality of it is, you're gonna be able is, to attract. You're gonna be able to attract free agents now too. If you're a bit not take take baseball out of it. If you're a business and. It, I'm not getting political here. I'm not talking about the mayor or anything, but I'm just yeah. saying the reality of it is, is if you're just a general business, you're probably pulling out of Oakland right about now because yeah. it's they, yeah, <laughs> this, the state of California has, has it got some, some trouble yeah. on their hands. So I like from a business point of view, I, like I understand it sucks for the fans that the diehards, I get that, but like, this makes sense. I'm, That's I why say it was that. Unanimous. I, I it's say not it. like it's not like these other owners are idiots. They're business owners. They're right. They're like and this sports franchise that they own is probably not the only thing they own. I think they understand on a business sense. It's better for them too. It's better for baseball. And what do we say all of the time about so many of these owners care more about baseball? So like you can yeah. guarantee if they're sitting down talking about relocation from a business perspective, this is better. And they don't care about baseball. This was the easiest decision they've probably ever made in their yeah. lives. And think about like the amount of one of the best players in baseball right now is from that area. So like Nevada produces baseball players left and right. This is a no brainer. Uh, no, but wrapping up my earlier point, I, I know I said all about all that about Oakland and California. It's not exactly like Vegas is the beacon of morality. By no, any yeah, for but sure. like, again, from a business, from an entertainment point of view, I don't have any complaints about it. Although I did see that it's not technically official. I think yeah. we can assume that it's, I think it's pretty official. Pretty much there. How do you feel about them not even being able to play there until like 2028 or something? Dude, I saw it's kind of whack. I saw an article the other day that said that they could possibly play it, split their their time at Oracle. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Just go. I know. Do what the Jays did. Yeah. 
go to play. a triple a park go to a spring train whatever it's just weird get out get out of the bay get out of the yeah. bay it's weird and i saw that they're talking the fans are organizing a boycott for opening day next year i'm like for what <laughs> like the re- the reverse boycott was cool and all that but like for what I think A's fans um, are just a bunch of social media warriors, dude. I've I've said my piece. I don't want to get any more trouble with A's fans than I am right now. I don't care. Uh, what do we got next here? Uh, the pitch clock. Major League Baseball's competition committee committee is weighing a proposal that would reduce the pitch clock with runners on base from 20 seconds to 18 seconds. Whatever. I don't. I've given up. I don't care. It, what's two seconds? You already got it implemented. What's two seconds? Sure. I don't have the energy to fight you on this. You gotta. You gotta pick your battles. This <laughs> you gotta, is not one of them. Gotta pick and choose your battles. I just think it's. I mean, I, I. I agree with you on that front. I'm just saying, in a world where Major League Baseball had to hear a con- had to hear the conversation from players and fans alike, saying. All right, if we're gonna go with this pitch clock, can we tack on like maybe two seconds? Like we'll we'll keep the game moving, but give us just like maybe, you know, two more seconds. Yeah. And they're just like, We'll do you one better. We'll take two <laughs> seconds off. Uh I don't I don't, I, I don't know. But either. you're right. You're what right. I do know is that like in seat services need to really step up their game. That's gonna be the next thing you're gonna see in stadiums. Yep. In seat services need to like you need better vendors, you need better food being brought around, you need you need it quicker, you need the delivery work in. That the second an owner decides to do that in his stadium, you're in good shape. Cause you can't move. You might as well put a toilet right in front of you too. Bring a uh, just bring a bedpan. That that major league baseball <laughs> the diaper. parks the park yes the park should do that in rally in addition, diapers. In addition, <laughs> in addition to clear bags, in those clear bags, you that should be allowed to bring too. a bedpan. That rule is just yeah. straight booty. Straight. So that fat man. lady snuck in a gun in Chicago, so don't talk to me about a clear bag anymore. To be fair, okay? it wasn't in her bag. It was literally <laughs> like in her. So that's that's uh I want clear stomachs. Um 2025 all-star game coming back to Atlanta, I guess you could say. What a weird... uh, Yeah, there's certain things we're not going to touch with a 10-foot pole, but I will say this is going to be perfect. I've been around that stadium. All the the shops and the restaurants and just a lot... You see a lot of these teams trying to do this now. They're building like entertainment around the ballpark before the game. You're gonna love it if you're an all-star fan. If you're a you know a fan of baseball in general, you will love that experience down in Atlanta. Uh, who was it? oh the Mets? Uh, Cohen was talking about doing this with with uh, City. I think, I think the Red Sox are doing something right. I think they purchased like yeah they've got a few they, blocks well, around they, there. Yeah, they put. Um, didn't I? Th- I think we like walked by it when they had it kind of marked off. It's they've got the yeah. uh, like, it's like a, a bunch of those... book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
Chicago, Chicago is doing it with the hotel. Like these, these, they're starting to figure it out. Like you can make this an all day thing. Um, and that's what Atlanta has down there. It's sick. I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan. I'm about it. Um, no, you said we're not going to touch it with a ten foot pole. I'm gonna let's let's at least let's tinker with it. We don't need to we don't need to open <laughs> the can of worms. But from all that I've read, nothing that sparked the initial decision back in what was that 2021. Nothing has changed. Yeah, so that's still going to be an this, issue for your next election. Is this Major League Baseball's way of saying, <laughs> "Hey, maybe we were a little too quick from the hip"? Because Probably. nothing's nothing's changed. Maybe Major yeah. League Baseball got a little reactionary. Possibly. Maybe stay out of politics. Maybe. All I have to say, nice. though, happy for Atlanta. Um, you know, regardless of the decision, like the the Braves and the city of Atlanta were the ones that ultimately suffered from the decision to pull it out. Because you think about all the money that would have gone into the businesses and the restaurants and this and that, but happy for them. They finally, they, uh, they finally get it back there. So 2025, we've got, um, Texas next year. Mm-hmm. going to be down in, in, uh, Dallas 2025 Atlanta. And then 2026 will be Philly to mark Love the two, 250th, anniversary of the signing of the declaration of independence so a sick little, little nugget for you love that we may have mentioned it but we need to go to that cool down also also given philly uh 100 down uh speaking of philly closing closing it up here just broke today aaron nola heading back to philly staying in philly i should say on a seven-year, $172 million contract. Yeah, uh, just, I, I know they didn't get over the hump. I understand they kind of choked. But I'm, I can't help but feel all things are going Philly way. All things are going Philly way. When your fans are this bought in, and they've now created your players to be this bought in, your manager is just went from interim to being beloved. Your GM has been bouncing around between jobs all around the league, spending a ton of money. Sometimes it panned out. Sometimes it doesn't. All things are going Philly way. And for Nola to say no to more money elsewhere, to stick around proves to you how bought in every single person in Philly is pulling the rope in the same direction. Everybody. And on that note, because I saw I saw some snarky tweets from Braves fans being like, okay, oh, so when so when Phillies fan or when Phillies players take less money to stick around for the movement, it's okay. We we no, praise it. But no, when the no, Braves no, no. the difference is you've this got is a, a guy like year old free agent. Thank you. You're you're not getting these guys when they're like coming out of sixth grade, when they're yeah. graduating to middle school, going, Hey, you know, we like mm-hmm. what you what you bring to the table as a 12 year old, we want to lock you down for the next 12 years mm-hmm. for Nailed 60 it. bucks. How does that sound? Nailed it. And as a 12 year old, you're probably going, you know, I'll take that 60 spot. I get Absolutely. five bucks every other week for allowance. So 
I'll take 60 bucks. That's the difference. That's the so difference. don't try to compare. We're, we're talking about apples and oranges here. So yeah. don't get, spare me on that comparison. It's yeah. not the same. Not the same. Uh, but yeah, love this. Love this for Nola. There, I saw some reports. Again, this just goes to show you that nobody at the end of the day really knows what they're talking about because you, there's reports floating around saying Nola not likely to resign in Philly. Um, True. Which gave a lot of other teams around the league hope. You know, you see these mock-up rotations. You're going, man, he looks, that could be a good fit there. It could be a good fit there. Um, heck, I even know the Sox were, mm-hmm. were likely in on that. And that would have been a heck of a Braves way fans. To- Braves fans are just hating because they were big on that. I oh, think, yeah. I think everybody in Atlanta was big on that fit. Oh, yeah. They were, I, and I think a lot rightly so they're probably banking on that being yeah. if, if he was going to move that would have been the destination but um, i love it i'm i again some quasi honorary bandwagon philly fan on the nl side of things uh i'm here for it dude i love it it just feels like they're doing everything the right way they're like oh yeah Bryce, you're going to stay at first base, like, and it's a perfect fit, and let's just do this moving forward. Like, it's just, uh, everyone's so bought in, dude. Like, it, and it's it's over and over again. It's Bohm. It's Trey Turner. It's it's Bryce. It's, you know, Philly Rob. It's these fans. It's like every story is just staying together. The fairy tale is not over. And I know it hasn't been, it hasn't had a ring attached yet. But it will. I'm telling you, it will. It has to at this point. It's all their direction. That's going to make a heck of a World Series film when it finally does happen. You got you to save that receipt. I'll tell you what. Especially, like, think about it, dude. If they could do it this coming season, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to tiptoe into like predictions or anything and i'm not like showing my hand on anything i haven't even thought about 2024 at all predictions yet but just with the way the timeline has panned out for them like you said they've gotten close everybody's still for the most part on board here if you can maybe make some makes the right moves this offseason to fill in any any and all gaps that may be there Oh, that was the other thing. Saying absolutely not to trading Castellanos. Nikki Blast is saying like that. I don't know, dude. It's just everyone is the the organization and the players and the fans all being on the same page at once. Think of how rare that is. It's cool to see. I'm jealous. I read an article today that said that they're possibly talking about working on an extension for Harper. He's five, he's five <laughs> years into a, what, a 13-year deal, and we're talking about more years and more money? To it's be wild. fair, though, you have to remember, he's like the 20, his contract is like 24th, I think. Yeah, yeah. In term, yeah. Uh, I want to say in terms of, what, AV, I guess? So, like, before you get uh, I just, all been out of shape. It's just really nice to see. And any other fan base that is hating on that is either a division rival or jealous. 
It's going to make for quite a movie. Quite a movie. Uh, Speaking of movie, we pretty much ran the length of a a motion picture for this episode, but sure did. You got any, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, forgot how, um, how this felt, to be honest, it feels good. You start dropping names, you start pulling names out of it and you're like, whoa, I haven't thought about this guy in weeks. And all of a sudden you're just, it's nice. I feel like the rust was not on there. It was minimal. I I feel like. Yeah, so which goes good. to show you how how tapped in you you kind of have to be in a one sixty two to be able to just pull this stuff like the recall hat, the fact that it's still kind of there. Yeah, I'm proud of us. That's a lot. Can we? Well, now that we know that it like we're we still kind of got it. Can we like maybe keep the break going a little bit? Can we maybe tap back tap back in for maybe another week or two Slow off? Break. And, Revisit this. I think we just kind of let the off season depict that maybe for the next week or two. Who knows? That's that's true. Well, we gotta we gotta drop some uh, change ups. I'm working on. I we gotta, do. Uh, I'm very excited to get some change ups rolling. I got a running list. Um, and I know you got a busy schedule this week, but if there's maybe, oh, I'll make time for a change up episode. You know that. If you want to, we could do one on Thanksgiving. We could do like a Thanksgiving change up. And just talk all things Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Foods, morning, I'm in. Traditions. I'm in. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not saying all we don't have to do it on Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm saying well, like I leading would've... up to it, themed like I'm in. I'm Thanksgiving in. themed. That's fine. I'm in. Can't do Wednesday, right. but we'll talk. I'm in. Maybe we can maybe we can for those who aren't aware, by the way, because it has been a while. 3-0 change up episodes are non baseball episodes. So we just little bonus pods. We just yeah, we just get after it with some bonus pods about random stuff. So to this point, I don't I don't have the full list in front of me, but we've talked about fast food, we've talked about Costco, the office, board games, um all individual episodes. So if you're a fan of that and maybe you just need to no, it's no baseball. So I don't know what you are. Maybe your wives are finally wanting to listen to something that isn't baseball related. <laughs> hey, it's a good way for you guys you to get those to, know, to know our personality a little bit more. You know, we get to talk about some things we like, some things maybe we don't like as much. But we are oddly passionate about-, about other things besides baseball. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, Costco <laughs> is a perfect example. Go back and listen to the Costco <laughs> change up. It's-, it's it's weirdly placed passion, but it's there. <laughs> We get after it. Um, all right. It's good to be back. Uh, I think the plan for now is still going to be one a week, as it usually is in the off season. But um, that may change. Who knows? If things, get, if things get hot and heavy, we may we may bump it up to two. We're always looking to, to switch things up, you know, to keep you on your toes, keep ourselves on our toes. Always uh, need so to better ourselves. We will we'll see how things go. But for right now, We'll see you guys um, possibly later this week with a change-up. But at at worst... A Thanksgiving change-up sounds so fire. At, at worst, if that doesn't happen, you'll hear from us next week. Sick. Love it. Oh! What? You got, like, two more minutes? What do you got? Something I completely... I completely... Something? I completely forgot. 
I was setting us up to get out to get out of here right on time, yeah. sort of. But I forgot the D-backs uniforms. Let me get ah. your just super quick thoughts on the D-backs uniforms. I'm a fan. Look, we've been we've been they're they're slowly coming back, trickling in. The Dude, teal. Tell me, tell me they are not just bridging the gap to going full purple and teal with these. The red can go. The Come red can on. go. I don't think anyone here is super attached to the red. The teal, if you... Honestly, just make black like a big component. Even Dude, if the it was black, just black and teal. Like, I mean, the black alternates? Money. Fire. The teal also, being back is just... It's, it's very good. Very, very but also that's business. the thing. It's not the it's not the old teal. It's this like new electric teal, I think they call it. Yeah. So it's not it's not the two thousands teal. Also, not to be a hater, uh, because I don't I don't have time and I don't really want to be that big of a hater, but to me, this is like a super insecure diamondbacks thing to do. You weren't supposed to get to the World Series. And then you lose, and you're like, no, don't worry. Please come back. We have more to show you. And well, I mean, they had some to... new uniforms well, to try to get people to come back. No, they had to have been I working don't know. on this. That's all they, I'm saying. I don't they, know. Trust me. They, this was well, this was, this has been in the works for a while. You just don't, don't pull know. this out in a week and say, oh, I would, I don't know. I'm just saying. I will say, though, dude, and I can't explain it. It, for all intents and purposes, it's not like the greatest hat I've ever seen, but I am oddly drawn to the black hat with the red brim and the old snake D on it. I love, love that hat. And I can't, again, cannot explain to you why, but I love it. It's what they wear with the gray, with the road grays. Yeah, that hat is That sick. is sick, which is why I'm not, on board with getting rid of the red because also the, the red, red alternates are strong. The red does work. It's been dry. It's been, they've dimmed down the red a little bit. Yeah. So they get rid of the sand. They go full red, black and electric teal. Uh, those honestly, hat, that hat is sick. That is such a sick hat. The only union I'm really, I'm really not on board with here of these four is the, the, the off white. Honestly, really? The, yeah, the teal like just, looks weird on that. It does. And it looks... I saw a comment, because I was trying to figure out why I felt that way, but it, I saw a comment that said, it looks like a creator uniform on MLB The Show. And I'm like, Kinda that does. That makes sense. You just slap the logo on a yeah, white like uni a, with, like a, with yeah. the piping. Yeah. But yeah, dude. I've, Actually, the red, now that I'm more... like I'm looking at this. I'm it's all that, red... I, the all red hat, the old school D is superior. I think we can all absolutely can yep. all agree there. Yeah, I'm totally on board of this rebrand. Rebrand, I love it, and I very well may be purchasing that uh, that lid because that is money. I'm there. I'm there with that you. Is money. Anyway, wanted to get that in there. Um, but yeah, rewind here. You'll probably hear from us this week with a change-up on uh, related to Thanksgiving at some point this week. I hopefully. think we come out the gates. I think we come out the gates firing. I think this. I think I'll, I'll fully guarantee a Thanksgiving change-up episode. How about that? All right, yeah, there you have it. Fully, fully guaranteed. guaranteed. 
So we, you will hear from us hear from us again this week, change up, and then we'll talk more baseball post-Thanksgiving. Everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy some turkey. Enjoy some mashed potatoes. Skip the sweet potatoes. Nobody has time for that. And just pour gravy on everything. And we'll see you guys. Demand quality stuffing. That's my last request. We'll get into that. Bam. Don't go chasing curveballs, folks. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.